Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys for being with us here for episode 287 here on monday september the 12th 2022 we're here to romp you through the world of retro wrestling as always i'm joe Murata, and i'm joined by mr michael quinn how you doing there michael howdy doody well quinn the summer is definitely coming to a close now it's pretty dark outside it's pretty dark out now yeah Yeah. it's dark and gross kids are back in school but speaking of school now we talk about what old school wrestling old school old school Mm -hmm. (laughs) you get that one it was a good one right yeah so much fun anyway thank you guys so much for being with us here we really do appreciate it episode 287 of ovp we have obviously the 1985 canon coming up for you a little bit later but before we get to anything we want to remind you to please follow us on twitter at ovp podcast you're going to get daily wrestling gifts you're not going to get any drama. No. That's a guarantee. No drama there. No drama. Just daily wrestling gifts at OVP Podcast on Twitter. You can also, this is very important, follow us or subscribe or as Quinn would say. Hit the ring bell. Hit the ring bell over on our YouTube channel. That's right. YouTube application channel. Yes. We have our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast there. And over there, you're going to get daily wrestling video clips with sound, believe it or not. Incredible. Incredible. You're also going to get every video episode of the 1985 canon all the way back to 82. And the cornerstone, clearly, of our YouTube channel is every episode of WBF Body Stars. That's what they say. That's what they, <laughs> Allegedly. It still gets views, man, and comments. It's funny. Is it higher viewed than most shit, the no, WBF? Absolutely there's, not. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, there's like, no who way. Who the fuck is looking for that? <laughs> no one is. But it's there if you want it, folks, on our YouTube channel, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. And of course, you can also email us if you want to at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But Quinn, that was a silly one. Yeah. Uh, but Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where are they going? Over at facebook.com slash WBF. It's a great site. Uh, we talk about the WBF all the time. You're inspired today. I mean, it's, it's, it's just lovely. The WBF, it really right? Is. The, the muscles got... and the posing. and There's a guy that you were stridum. named after, Michael Quinn. I, I worked there once. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a great thing. So, so what happens at our group about there, that? There's a search bar. Uh, no muscly men in the search bar. Right, okay. But you type in the search bar, our vantage point, dash retro wrestling podcast, bing, bang, boom, tubes, gore, kafoli. Hit the join group and you're in. The only thing we're asking you to do if you want to join our retro wrestling slash WBF talking group Mm-hmm. is agree to one rule, one rule only, which is don't be what, Quinn? A dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. And what we mean by that is talk about old wrestling, disagree, have discussion, have debate, don't be an asshole. That's the best yeah, way to put it. it. Like, it's so easy. You don't need to attack each other personally mm-hmm. and call each other names just because somebody likes a match more than you or a promotion more than you or yeah. anything like that. We talk about old wrestling there, not new wrestling. Don't talk about new wrestling. Talk about the old wrestling yeah, there. Just the Please, old. That's there, what we there's do. There's a lot of that new going on. So much new. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the whole point is go to our group, have fun. Yeah, just do it. And that's in our Facebook group. And last but not least, on patreon.com slash OVP podcast is all of the extra stuff that we offer. 
It is the Monday Night Raw canon, started in January of 93. We're currently up to May. We just started May of 93. Every episode of Raw, video or audio form, we're doing it there. And, of course, the crown jewel of the Patreon. Every WWF pay-per-view reviewed in order. We started with the first WrestleMania. Out now for September is In Your House 3. I thought you were going to say every WBF reviewed in order. Oh, well, that's coming, obviously, one day down the road. Eventually. <laughs> but if you want our thoughts, our opinions, and our fun with every WWF pay-per-view and the Monday Night Raw canon, patreon.com slash OVP podcast, $5 a month gets you everything. We're not begging. We're not pleading. But if you want the extra stuff, I exhort you to give it a shot for the rest of September, mm-hmm. more than half the month left. Try it out. If you don't like it, just cancel by the 30th of the month. That's it. That's all you have to do. So easy. It's so easy. Patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Speaking of easy, Michael. Yes. This has been a very easy opening segment all season. I've really liked it. Yeah, not bad. It's very, very good because it's very simple. We've asked you, the fans, to give us a true or false question as it pertains to retro wrestling. Quinn and I will then determine, is the answer true or is it false? And we're still taking your suggestions over on our Facebook group. This is a very cleverly, this took a lot of work very cleverly titled segment called True or False. True or False? I don't know! Uh, that's right. Welcome back to True or False. Quinn likes the theme now, I can confirm. Eh. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> well, we're seven episodes into the season. Yeah. We better, better hurry it up here, Quinn. It's very medium. Yeah, it's, it is very, very medium. mid. Yeah, very mid. But you know who's not mid? The person that sent this one in. This is our old friend of the show. I know you like his last name. Andrew LaSalle. G, our old LaSalle ran great. That's yeah. right, yes. There he is. Andrew LaSalle himself. Our old LaSalle. <laughs> G, our old LaSalle ran great. Andrew LaSalle asked Michael Quinn. Okay. True or false, Piper's Pit was the greatest wrestling interview segment ever. That's a wonderful thing. you got no room for nobody, but you're a lousy wrestler. It's as simple as that. Hmm. There's a couple of like, even in his own time, there's like some good competitors. Ones. But I think uh, most people would vote true on this, right? Most this people is, would, I suppose. This is not a, um, this is not a suspenseful one. Yeah. However, I'd say before we even talk about Piper's Pit, let's talk about some of the other ones, good and bad. Mm-hmm. That existed in the 80s well, and I 90s. I want to first talk about Roger's freaking corner because well, yeah. that, the one before it, it's fucking awesome. Rogers and, Corner is very unassuming. Yeah, you you think Rogers Rogers Corner is like the sleeper, and that's hosted by the way, of course. In case anyone doesn't know, by Buddy Rogers himself. Right, yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This week, my guest is none other than the all-time great Gorilla Monsoon. So he hosts this show, right? And at first you think, oh, it's just this old wrestler. And this is weird because wrestling usually doesn't have a talk show at this point in time, right? right? There yeah. just wasn't. In 82 WWF, no. No. So Rogers shows up. You know what the best part about him was? In essence, he was a little bit like Piper, but he was a face, right? Because he kind of like didn't take fucking shit. No shit. He's asking the questions that you're asking as the viewer, yeah. which is very interesting. Like, and I never really... I was very unassuming when I first encountered it, and we watched, like, all of them, and he usually was, like, the best part of the entire show. We loved Roger's Corner. We also loved his catchphrase at the end, which was, now back to ringside wrestling. Yeah, which isn't the name of the show, but he just deemed it that. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go back to ringside wrestling. 
It was like he just invented that name, <laughs> yeah, like back wrestling. to back to ringside wrestling every time. And we're like, yeah, it's like back after this with Mike <laughs> yeah. Francesa. There's a, just a dope who's uh, home from school today. Go go read a book. Anyway, Rogers Corner was great. Yeah, great little program. It was replaced by a uh, Victory Corner. Don't bring it. It was like three weeks and it sucked balls. Build a board or something. What was his name? <sighs> yeah, I was going to board it when I was watching it. <laughs> Thank you very much, and welcome to Victory's Corner. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's really bad. You know, bad. a lot of people crap on, like, the newer ones. Even they are <laughs> yeah. better than that shit. That is, like, one of the worst it was bad. things they ever did. It's, it might be worse than Missy's Manor. Ooh, the one that never even saw the light of day. Yeah. Those of you that don't know, 1987. She's like, hi, I'm a face now. Honky talk, man. But it's or whatever. awkward it's and terrible. like weird. And like even Bobby Heenan's confused no on one, it. Like like people are like, what do we do here? No one came off well on that. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, where'd you get those clothes? Missy. I, I, I'd rather talk about me and you and later tonight, but... But Victory, yeah, the, the most notable one is where he has Vince on, and Vince is like, you know, 1984, this would be big things in rustling or whatever, remember? I think that uh, many many things would point to an indication that uh, indeed the the possibility of the, the turbulence that I mentioned would certainly be forthcoming. Piper's Pit came in in 84 and lasted in earnest until 87, but let's skip right over that. The next one... There's a few other incidents. Like the body shop wasn't very good. There was also the snake pit, mm-hmm. right? But the next one I would say that's actually good was the little known. And those of you that are watching the 1985 canon with us, you guys would know Black Jack's Barbecue. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Black Jack's Barbecue. And very rarely, we got a special one tonight. We got the big guy, we got the one himself, world's heavyweight champion, the only champion, Hulk Hogan. Okay, so this is another unassuming. We're like, so basically, like, Roddy Piper is like a big dick to Blackjack, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this show. <laughs> yeah. I, I could do this shit better than you. He, like, says this, basically. It basically starts on a dare, practically. Yeah, he's like, you know what? This show stinks. And Piper's like, no, you can't do it better than me. And he's like, you want it? You want to bet? <laughs> yeah. Like, and he, he fucking does it, and it's good. <laughs> like, here's the thing is every episode is fun as hell. Yes. Heel or face. And see, that, to me, is the, the weakness of Roddy Piper's pit over there. Is that when he interviews another heel, it's kind of lame. It's, it's kind of boring. Like them complimenting each other for a minute and yeah, it's stupid. Right. It's only when he has a uh, another face on where he can antagonize them that it's interesting. Right. <laughs> With Blackjack's barbecue, I don't know how the fuck he does it, but he's just a good fucking time. If he has a face, great. If he has a heel, he's like, I ain't taking shit from this guy. I'm bigger than you. Like, that's the whole thing is he's bigger than, like, everyone yep. other than Andre, but he doesn't have... He had Andre on once, And they were right? friendly. And they were friendly. They're friendly. So it, that, that didn't occur. Right. And even, I think it was last week's where he was, like, standing on a chair to, like, end the show. Yeah, there was, like, these heels being big dicks. It was, like, Nikolai and Iron and Sheik, Sheik yeah. and he's like, okay, we're fucking done here, and he's <laughs> stands on a chair to like get everyone's attention he's like everyone shut the fuck up the show's over it's starting to get deep here i gotta say good night for this week god bless you keep the cards and letters coming right now it was really good yeah he's just very good and he asks questions yep. like he's not just there no he's trying he's trying yeah. to get stuff over now we mentioned body shop we mentioned snake pit they're very mediocre and especially yeah. considering the people involved jesse ventura jake you roberts would think they would be better they're really not good but 
Brother Love Show from this is, this is a very close competitor here. Brother like, Love Show, yeah, well, because Bruce, as we've mentioned uh, in all sorts of times we've seen him do Brother Love, he just excels at that character. I don't know what it is. He's just, that is the best thing Bruce ever did. Probably. I'm not even kidding. No, like, probably. It's so good. It really is. No, I think you're right. He's great at performing it. Big things happen there, and that's another thing about Piper's Pit, which I want to come back to. Big angles happened on Brother Love Show. Well, you could say the same about Roger's Corner. Like, remember the time he exposed well, that Lewis was stealing from Jimmy, Jimmy Snuka? Snuka? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, Brother Love Show had Hogan getting uh, attacked by the big boss man in 88. It had Hogan getting attacked by Earthquake on 90. Hogan should just stay off the show. Well, really. don't, don't, my favorite episode is that one where um, at Royal Rumble where Sapphire's on and he's being a big jerk. And oh, he's horrible. Sensational Sherry's like joining in. She's ugly. And like, yeah. then, then she finally like, fuck you two. And she <laughs> yeah. like pushes Sapphire down. I think she even like almost attacks Brother Love. Good. Like, and, and like Macho Man comes out. And it's like dusty. a whole fucking thing. Like that one's great that's a really good there's also, one wasn't there a, is there one with like hacksaw on it at a fucking pay-per-view SummerSlam 88 which you yeah. liked it for some reason Dugan brother yeah. Dugan <laughs> brother Dugan's like, good it's fucking funny well that's one of the things we love of him brother snake yeah all the brother names sister like, queen yeah brother so it's like Brother Love to me is very close. He's up there. It's surprising. He's you up there. You wouldn't think it. No, you right? wouldn't. But you you wouldn't. The, when you look back at those Brother Love shows, they're fucking amazing. They're really, really good. Funeral Parlor, I think the only real notable thing that happened to that is like Flair was on it that one time in 91. And well, when when Hulk got his hand caught in the thing. <laughs> no. no uh, uh, or wait, well, who was it? The or Undertaker, Undertaker got, his, Sorry, got yes. his hand caught in the casket. But he was also... um. He also buried the ultimate warrior in the cat, locked him in the casket. Right. I mean, all sorts of hijinks on there. It was, it was very dark. Yeah. The funeral parlor show. Very dark. You know, things are yeah. always happening. And then there was a uh, King's Court was okay. I mean, did anything. William Shatner was on it once. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek zone. He, he was. Yeah. What was he doing? Tech Wars at that time? I don't or something know. On USA? Just promoting some horse <laughs> shit on USA, most likely. And Brett's like, you know, I thought I could have Captain Kirk with me, yeah. you know, or whatever. It was not very. It's good. weird because Captain Kirk, among nerds in general, and nerds generally watch wrestling, is kind of like a hero. <laughs> As our, our viewers like, turn, him, turn this off. I'm just saying, like, him and Spock are like big deals in the scene. You would think that that would True. be like a very big, big thing, yeah, but right? Not like, in 95, right? What was the latest star? Was was generations, generations out? was in ninety four. And didn't people hate that? Yeah, but they also okay. killed off Captain Kirk in well, that yeah, one. I that's, know. So he technically like had no association anymore. Maybe that's why no one cared. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm know? not even kidding. Like oh, they didn't kill Spock. They didn't kill Spock. This is true. In fact, they brought him back to life the fr- the first I, time they killed him. You're right about that. Anyways, we continue on with our Vantage Point Retro Star Trek podcast. I could talk to you Star Trek all day. Yeah, but you will not. I love it. Did you like uh, the Heartbreak Hotel? You're a big Shawn Michaels fan. You know, I think it's not really, again, Sean, that's not, he's better as like a manager, not like the interviewer. Yeah. Like it's, it's odd. It puts him in a place where he's not even talking as much. It's also probably the period of time that he had that show, like 94 mainly. He's eh. doing it because he got suspended for whatever no, they said. No, no, he was just taking time off from working, from wrestling. The whole, it's, it's not the, the that, Wendy that, suspension yeah, of 93. I, it's a different <laughs> suspension. I love that now it's just agreed different upon thing. it wasn't steroids, it was Wendy's. He's just eating too much fast food. <laughs> he's just fat. That's Dave's it. got a classic single just for you, Sean We're Michaels. suspending him. He's a fat ass. Your heart won't be broken when you have Dave's classic single. Yeah, anyway. since when was Dave's classic sing- <laughs> single a, like, steroid? Well, you never know what people do with those yeah. things in some truck stops out in Wisconsin. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. 
Uh, Sean had, did have the fake Undertaker was revealed on his show. There's Very that. important. Oh, Jank Taker, you mean. Janky Taker. And uh, the Luger Tatanka feud intensified on the Hartford Hotel. What about Hotel. Bonnie's show? Mr. Luger. Well, that's not an interview show. That's just a platform interview. It was consistent. No, no, no. Bonnie's she was corner. Just picking like, up, that's not what it was called. Bonnie's hair. Yeah. Uh, she was just picking up. Bonnie's where, bonnet. <laughs> Where Gene had done the platform yeah. and Greg DeGeorge Dude, and all them. Do not count as shows because they They're are not. on like a platform and a it set doesn't or matter, whatever. Like, it's not a show. <laughs> is, there a, is there a backdrop and a catchy yeah. name? No, there is not. What else was there that was actually good though? Like so, Jericho had I Am Good or whatever, right? There's also that weird like period of time where Brian Pillman's like, I'm an interviewer now or <laughs> yeah. whatever that was. Right, it had no name, but he, yeah. he did do that. Yeah, yeah. like and that, that had the Stone Cold thing on it. It did, it did. Edge had one. Yeah. Edges, edge skins. Edge, what was it called again? The I, I rated, rated, rated R Super Show. I'm making that up. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Education. <laughs> what was it called? The cutting like, edge. Yeah, I don't the know. The cutting edge. Yeah. That's it. I'm just that's going it. For yeah. Puns here. There's Jericho's thing. Yeah. I mean, there's more modern ones, but obviously we modern do. Modern ones just aren't as good. Well, they're always done in the ring. I never liked that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously. You know what? I couldn't stand the Jericho like default set where it was just these weird like like fucking standees that you would see at Blockbuster it's or true. something like, like shit. Yeah. And then they, and, and then, the Miz had one. Yeah. And then, Oh yeah. Miz has gone on forever. Yeah. And then remember when Shawn Michaels got his eye broken by Jericho? That's like the most notable thing that happened on All that one. All those shows are just bad. They're like, not very they're, good. Every, so it seems like there was like a cutoff, right? It's like, it feels like brother love was like the last decent one. Really, right? really. Yeah. Notable one. And that one, they even brought it back sometimes. Welcome, Ringmaster, yeah, Brother ring, Master. Brother, Ringmaster. Yeah. But I would have to say now, circling back to Piper's Pit, and you and I have been watching it since the beginning in the 84, now 85 canon. I think Piper's Pit, I'm going to go true with Andrew LaSalle. I think it is the best one because... It stirred up the most it, shit. It stirred up the most shit, and we have noted, Quim, without irony, without anything, just how good of a heel Roddy Piper is. Yeah, it's like the cornerstone of WF in general at that period of time. It's like every episode revolves around some Piper's pit thing where he pisses off somebody. But not only that, you see, this is what I like about Piper's pit. Sort of to an extent it happened with Brother Love too, but it's the idea that he's slowly making enemies out of every single face in yeah. the entire company. And we're starting to get to the point where it's like crescendoing where like everyone fucking hates this guy. Like, yeah. no, like not one face is like not coming after him. And like, he's got Jimmy Snook up, up his butt, but also Hulk Hogan. Hulk hates. Hogan's had now, enough of his shit Lewis now. Lewis doesn't like him, who Captain he was Lou. friends with. Yep. Like, like all of this shit. And Andre not still doesn't like him. Andre, oh I yeah, like remember, her. he tried to have Andre back on. Yeah. Like, what was that? Like, Andre, Andre's one of the first to finally, like, be like, what, who the, <laughs> f like, what are you even doing? Like, I'm Andre the Giant. Like, remember, he thought he was so good. You don't talk to me that way. Yeah, and he just beat him up. <laughs> and now he's got Ace Orton, and he reminds us, you know, this is Ace. He's my bodyguard. Wait, to, see, that's even funnier, the escalation, right? Is that he kept, like, almost getting beat up enough that he had to hire somebody to, like, be a heavy. It's pretty good. Like, it's just because he's just such a pain in the balls. He is a pain in the balls. And I think that the fact that the show was on so long, I mean, so was Brother Love, but Piper's was on from 84 to 87 in earnest, and they brought it back a few times in the early 90s. It's surprising Brother Love didn't eventually get a heavy also. No, he never did, huh? Well, I well, guess no the, one liked the Undertaker. <laughs> I guess if you really want to get technical. He wasn't, like, officiating the Brother Love show. No. But in terms of Piper's Pit, what it did to transform the talk show segment, which was always hosted by a face, right? Well, Rogers and 
I don't think Bill DeBoard was a face. <laughs> but don't bring this. That he had a face. No, none of that well, should matter. <laughs> the doesn't. magazine didn't even last, let alone the show. Victory, it didn't know. It was yeah. renamed WWF. Um, but I think the fact that Piper was able to kick off so many memorable angles there, the Snooka Coconut one, Cindy Lauper and the way that that built, mm-hmm. obviously everything with Hulk Hogan that transpires. I know there's a lot more. Captain but Lou. Captain Lou. The Hogan-Andre confrontation was yeah. on Piper's pit as well. I mean, right. that all built there. And I think not to mention he also made enemies of Andre well, the Giant. He made too. enemies there, and don't forget the uh, Adrian Adonis, the flower yep. shop, yep. took its place, and that started that, that, that feud. Writing it off was the whole thing. Was too. the whole thing in itself, yeah. And I believe that did you use the word cornerstone? Yeah, it was earlier? like the cornerstone of that period of time. I like think, it's the center so. of the show. I think so, Quinn. And I think as as much as Brother Love Show is very very entertaining as well. I don't think that anything has ever matched the importance and the entertainment value, I think, of of Piper's Pit. You know what I think the difference of the Brother Love show was? Is that it was firmly part of the mid-card rather than, like, like Hogan was on it sometimes, but, like... It it had a couple of main events. But what I'm saying is, is, like, the biggest thing that it did, that it was part of, is the Dusty Macho Man feud. Like, for Uh, the most part. Like, that was, like, the biggest... The longest sustained Hell, Brother Love started wrestling because of it. And refereeing sometimes, too. Yeah, I think um, I'm definitely going with True with Andrew Lassell on yeah. this one. Quinn, are you going True? I'll go True. Yeah, I think there's just no disputing it. I think and most people would agree. There's really no suspense here, and I'm sure Andrew Rogers likes it when we are able to take what seems like an obvious answer and get all that meat yeah. off the bone the way we did. Well, our LaSalle's running good. Our LaSalle's running good, and thank you, Andrew Lassell, for sending that one in. And folks, there's a few episodes left, so keep them coming. You can do that, of course, on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook, do it on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Or shoot us an email. But thank you, Andrew Russell, and thank you guys for being with us here. When we come back, we are rampaging towards March of 1985. It is now mid-February, February the 16th. There's something very big coming up very soon, but we haven't been told about it yet. Something about wrestling and some kind of mania. I guess we'll see. We're on the road, though, folks. It is the 1985 canon, and that is coming up right after this. Are you telling me that John Studd never slammed you? You trying to tell me at 540 pounds, whatever you are, that you cannot be slammed? Are you understanding English or no? I told you that one time. At 520 pounds, if I had given five minutes, I could slam you myself. I don't care. You're saying John Studd at 520. Wrestling fans, while we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Booking the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya! Hiya! 
Hiya! Hiya! Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome back to our YouTube channel or episode 287 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. This is the 1985 canon for February the 16th, 1985. Mm -hmm. My name's Joe Murata, wearing the hat. That is Michael Quinn, not wearing the hat. I don't wear a hat. You have a hat, though. Can I you do. show your hat? Sometimes I wear it. Sometimes you have to hang on your I hat. Don't. Yeah. I, oh, I hang on to it. I don't <laughs> let it go anywhere. Well, you, you guys better hang on to your hats because it is mid-February. Mm -hmm. We are getting very close to a, an event we all know about, but we haven't been told about here on the canon yes, yet. Yes, it's true. And uh, I'm really excited for the build towards that to see what happens. And we're going to be watching it when March comes here. We're, we're already seeing some it. hints with Ruddy Piper and he has problems yeah. with Hulk Hogan suddenly. That's absolutely true. Uh, by the way, if you're joining us for the first time on YouTube, we do have an audio show. It's being simulcast right now into the airwaves as we speak as part of episode 287. Right. It's called Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can find it on any podcast app. We talk about a lot of different stuff. We've been doing it since 2016. It's not just 85. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So check it out. Go into the archives and uh, feel free to comment on shows that are like three or four years old. We won't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, we'll forget. But you know but what? Do it anyway. We'll recall anyway. Exactly. And if you're whether you're on the audio or the video here, just a quick reminder that on our Patreon, patreon.com slash OVP podcast, we have two different separate series. We have the Monday Night Raw version of this same thing. Oh. Yeah, it's where we're going through Raw in order. Started in January 93. Right now, we are coming up in... Uh, no, we're actually in May of 1993. Right. Continuity and all that. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> so May, May 3rd is the newest one. And you can get that on Patreon. And an audio review, like a full length. I'm talking three hours, sometimes more. It could be. Commentary, review, whatever you want to call it. Analysis of every WWF pay-per-view which started with WrestleMania 1, incidentally, mm -hmm. and is now all the way up to September 95 in your house. In your house. <laughs> in your house. How the mighty have fallen. Let me yeah. just put it that way. Boy, oh boy, have we gone from the highest of highs to, to lowest of lows. And you know what? You can be a part of that for a very low, low price of only five bucks oh. a month for all of it. See, I see what you did there. Thank you very much. Quinn saw it. You the inflation doesn't matter with that because you know what we're in in your house so it's yeah. like we're not raising our prices that's true we never have it's yeah. been the five dollar tier since we started doing it so anyway patreon.com slash ovp podcast if you want to support us if you want to see more stuff if not thanks for being here yeah. we do appreciate thank you that. for being a friend and thank you for being a friend quinn as we often do to kick off the canon we need to see what's going on on the calendar the calendar so what what's the date here 16th the 16th you say so we got two, um, well, two things. Okay. Uh, we have Lincoln's birthday, of course. Oh, happy on birthday, the Abe. And Valentine's Day. Valentine's, Which yes. is also, isn't that Greg Valentine's birthday or something, I allegedly? I thought it was named after him. Yeah, that that's that's what I heard. That's, that's uh, what you heard, huh? Did they say something about that shit on here recently? Oh, they I, said, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Greg Valentine. Probably. Yeah. Yes, actually. Vince or Bruno? Which yeah. one would have said that? Bruno. Bruno. That's his day. So what's going on in the World Wrestling Federation? Well, I mean, the most notable thing that I can think of, Michael, is uh, Mr. T is oh, yeah. now uh, making a little bit of an appearance. Did they say he was going to be here or something? Yeah, he's supposed Make to be sure here this to week. Tune in. He's going to do something. He's supposed to be here this very day, yeah. Mr. T. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this time. On this. On yeah. this. So Mr. T, who was obviously a big star at the time on the A-Team. Got a mohawk. He has a mohawk. He's got a lot of jewelry. He pities the fool. He pities the fool. And he was also, on 1-800-Collect commercials. Not yet. What? <laughs> he was also Clubber Lang. Yeah, he was so Clubber Lang. He knew Hulk Hogan. He's an actual boxer or something. Yeah, sure. And yeah. so is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, that's not, we're not being serious. It's it's not now, true. Now, I'll be interested to see the reaction to him. You know why? Why? 
Now, is he technically a heel in entertainment because he plays a bad guy in Rocky? Or no, because he's on the A team. Or uh, is he is he more considered a face he's in a entertainment? Face. No, he's a face, Quinn. Okay. Because of A team. Because of A team. Yeah, I'm just the saying A-team. he's the villain one thing and then he's the good guy in the other. Well, Hogan was a villain in Rocky Three, also, kind of, right? No, remember they became friends at the end. I know. It was fine, brother. Or yeah, whatever he said yeah. at the end. But, but Mr. T didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah. He was very mean. Yeah. Uh, he was very mad. Anyway, folks, thank you for sticking with us here. We're going to start this in one second here. But before we do, we have to bring up ye old video Scopey in three, two, one. Scope. Scopey. That's right. Those of you on the audio, you can. Hulk Hogan's butt. <laughs> listen along to Hulk Hogan's butt. Yeah. And uh, those of you can watch Hulk Hogan's butt if you're on right. YouTube. But we got that going on, and Hillbilly Jim is now a wrestler, and he's still hanging out with Hogan, so that's good. Right. Yeah, everything's everything's going for Hulk, other than this this Roddy Piper stuff. He's kind of upset about Hogan's it. Hogan's pissed at Roddy Piper. Uh, Lou Albano does not like Roddy Piper. No one likes Roddy Piper. It's pretty safe to say everyone hates him. Yeah, pretty much. So, without any further ado, thank you for being with us here. This is WWF Championship Wrestling, February 16th, 1985. All right, the usual. I had a good chuckle about Hulk this week with um, Knobs, and there was somebody posted a clip uh, of yeah. Knobs. Like Hulk's like sleeping, and I guess like Nobs lives with him or something. That seems about right, actually. And oh, and Nob- he's like Hulkster. He's like Hulkster. Wait, wake up. Do you want to watch WrestleMania Seven? <laughs> yeah. Like, like what? That's <laughs> great. Um, same taping, by yeah. the way. So everyone knows. Oh, there he is. Oh, not that we would ever tape two things at once or anything. We don't do that. Not that I would get the dates confused ever. Stating is right. These two are absolutely one, two, of the most vicious people ever stepping in our ring. and Sheik. Wow, I thought he was talking about the Moon Dogs. Oh yeah. Oh wait, 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 he's wrestling? Don't worry. I thought he can't. He said it with Jack Reynolds or whatever. Our career's over. Jack. Yo, I can't, I can't wrestle anymore. I was a Navy SEAL. Awaiting us at Who? this moment in the ring. Let's what? go right up the ring. Who is it? Is it? Is it? This is a tag team match scheduled for one. What special combination? Hey, is that Chief? I see. No. In the ring at this time. To my Where? Right. Oh, oh, it's just Terry God, Gibbs. It's Terry Gibbs again. Yeah, he looks like Chief from far away. You know, I was joking. Who is he with? I'm like everything now. I know. I don't need to see him. God, he just... Oh. He has the chin of a... Broke Hogan. What's his name? <laughs> Carl Fury. He has a great name. Um, God. Terry Gibbs has the chin of a diaper. He just looks like... He is very diapery. Rowan. Tony Atlas and JYD. Oh, right, man. Did yeah. they say they were yeah. like, they had formed some tag team on the circuit or something? I swear that's like how they worded it. I believe they did. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting is I know that I know that Rocky Johnson is like, at least there at some point in 85. I know he he's is. He's not completely gone, right? No, no. Like, but they never team again. You know, him well, and yeah. Atlas. They did not like each other. You know, it's a, it is very odd to me that Rocky Johnson kind of disappeared out of nowhere. Like, because he was yeah. like. He didn't need to be in a tag team. Like, he was already, like, over as, like, a mid-card guy. He like, was over before the team. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, a single. I don't... The sensational Rocky Johnson. It seemed like it would have worked in this new Hogan era, too. Like, he would have gone right along with it. He right? had a great look, didn't he? he yeah. Looked, he looked Everyone good. liked him. Everyone liked him. Yeah. Uh, but they do have JYD teaming with Atlas now, and both guys are popular. Mm-hmm. I'm liking JYD WWF so far. I don't mind it. I, I really it's do. It's good. Dick Curl will be the referee here. 
Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about Carl Fury. We were talking about Terry Gibbs looking like a diaper. Junkyard dog. Yes, that's, that's who it is. The JYD. The JYD. Now, what were we talking about before uh, that? How Nobbs wanted to watch WrestleMania 7. Not the that. Stop it. There was something else. they watched it? Oh, we're talking about Jesse? Oh, Jesse, right. Um, he does wrestle, but it's not often and it's not good. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, isn't he not supposed to be, like, moving around or whatever the fuck they said? He might have... I don't know, Quinn. I mean, I know They're that They're like, you could die. Like, don't do this. And he's like, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Yeah, but in the, all the, like, it's documentaries... that I actually have yeah, a blood clot. All have you ever seen one? All the shit afterwards indicated that, like, he was definitely not supposed to be wrestling. <laughs> and you know what? He, good. Yeah. <laughs> but he him, wasn't good anyway. He's a very poor wrestler. Got a front face lock here by Gibbs, who, you know, last week <laughs> I offhandedly said that Terry Gibbs is built like uh, Arnold Skoland. <laughs> and someone, someone found that funny. But just the other day on Twitter, oh, he tweaked his nose, did Atlas. I said that you and I should change the overall pitch of the show. You know, our eventual but retro wrestling pockets. Oh, I saw this. I laughed. It, it's really like my friend and I sit around and watch old Terry Gibbs matches. Watch it or don't. We don't I, care. I mean, Terry Gibbs is becoming a constant. <laughs> he is. Carl Fury actually has a fine look, doesn't he? Like, he's not. He's all right. He's not bad. Also, you know who's another constant is like Brooklyn Brawler still around. Steve Lombardi still around. Also, you know who tends to show up very consistently? He might not be there all the time, but I mean, like, he's at least there, like, Every month or two. What? Mac Rivera. Yeah, we still get Mac. Yeah, he's and still there. Old throwback to Ruben Vasquez yeah. there. Duck under by dog and a nice thrust on Gibbs. I'm still waiting for Baron Mikel Sakuna to come back. When is that happening? I don't think he ever does, right? Didn't doesn't he show up in like 1986 house shows or something? Like I does swear he? I've seen him I don't before. Think so, Quinn. I hope not. How was I like aware of him then? Like I know he was like on other shit. Probably because they put him in the Hall of Fame in like '96, and you had to hear his name. And they were like bragging about him. Like, I mean, he was well, a great rightfully jobber. so. I mean, he's great. From the Isle of Malta. He had that whole backstory about the taxes. <laughs> this is true. One of the more compelling stories of 1982. He had to pay back the Maltese government, folks. Yeah. This is that was one of the only good to things. To get his castle back. It's all real. That was one of the only compelling things about the 1982 canon. Was us seeing him in the doing 1982 that. head cannon was yeah. more compelling than the 1982 cannon. And Quinn likes Steve Travis for some reason. Great. Just like just like in real WWF was hard to watch. That is what was hard for us to do. The yeah. 1982 cannon was woof. I mean, we couldn't even get the screen bigger, let alone let alone watch it. Did a very minimal budget back then. Yeah. Nice body slam by the dog. We didn't know anything about like presenting stuff. No, we, we still were, don't. Like, this this is fine. We still remember don't really. we remember though we were very insistent. We were like. We want the show to show us, and it's like, but... Why does anyone want to see that? Yeah, exactly. Now, like, I love our how we have it now. Yeah, we're, we're much diminished now. Yeah. Uh, press slam by Atlas. Okay. Weekly done. And yep. still doing the splash. One, two, two three. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terry Gibbs doesn't even... He's, like, afraid. He, Terry Gibbs, is the worst at breaking up pins. Have you noticed this? He always... He did try, though, there. But he always he, he gets got scared. Yeah. He always gets scared or stopped. He's a coward. Cowardly lion of, of WF. Put him up. Yeah. Anyway, Burt Lar. That whole that the whole dark scene is keeps coming up in my brain. It's very scary. Which one of oh, the forest where they first find him? Yeah, I think I mentioned the, it last week on the canon. I keep thinking about it. We, Wizard of Oz comes up frequently on this canon here. If you're new, yeah. folks. Um, if you're new, we do talk about the wrestling, but we also don't sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just in case you don't know what you're watching. Right. Like, we do care about what we're watching, but we also really don't sometimes. Not really. It just depends on what's on the screen. Yeah. 
These two, I like them. Not they're bad. dancing. They're dancing now. They're a now. good time. I have no problem with JYD at all. I think he's great. Yep. Junk food nickname notwithstanding, Meltzer. And, but uh, he's not pudgy yet. And I, I like Tony he Atlas. though. It's later he gets pudgy. Well, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Nice way to open. We're so still the, at the same the, taping. This, yeah, this, this was a match. This was a match. Mm-hmm. And oh, we got the, update. Okay. This is the first thing, member. Mr. T was here, and he will be here again. Mr. T exists. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of the A-Team? Where did they have to do, like, building, like, from, like, Mr. T? Hey, like, man. Well, it's called promoting. John Studd. Oh, okay. 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 Wait, now, why is he not in the usual room? They're just back to this, I guess, yeah, right? This shit. <laughs> this sucked when he was here. I know. I wonder what kind of coffee he has. What happened? Pike Place, maybe? Wait. Pike Place. I like Pike Place. I would think he would have like Sanka and just you know, Folgers, perhaps. Mm, Maxwell House. What, what is your favorite like coffee flavor when you order it from Dunkin' or whatever? I know you're a Dunkin' guy. But which one do you get? Regular. Oh, you don't like? There's not like a brew you pick. No, just coffee. Just just whatever the plain regular. Oh, see, dog fart coffee. I usually is. either have French Roast or Pike Place. Those are the two ones. I just walk in there, and one of the ladies, or sometimes the guy, Victor, very mm -hmm. nice man, he'll say extra large, and I say yeah, and that's it. Wow, extra large! I'm yeah. there every day. I just have a cup. Yeah, I know, like, but Quinn, you and I are different. Yeah. You know, I mean, I only have one coffee a day. Like it's just the I wake up with it. You know, the best part of waking up is not Folgers Pike Pike's, Place in my Pike's cup. place in your cup. Well, you know what I like about the Pike Place, right? At Mike's place. You know what I like about that? What? Tastes like coffee. I thought that this was bullshit, but it's actually true. Basically, I like looked up because it said on the side once. If you're on the audio, I'm staring into the camera. Yeah, if you put half and half specifically in that, that it brings out like a chocolatey like thing out of the bean or something. And I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. So one day I'm like, okay, let me give this a shot. Right. And I poured in like a little extra half and half. Right. Just to see if it would work. 100% real. Really? There was like an actual like weird chocolatey taste it like enacted by the half and half. And where do you get this? It's just Starbucks. It's like a, yeah, one of the Starbucks. five flavors they have or whatever. But I mean, where's the closest one to you? Oh, there's no, oh, never I, mind. It's in my Keurig machine. You get the Keurig version, yeah. I was going to say. Okay, right. okay. Just checking there. Yeah. But there is one by you. Oh, yeah. I, I Very have, close to I you. I have Uber Eats that once when I ran out of coffee. I was tired. I didn't want to go anywhere. Drive? No, not when I'm not when I don't have coffee in me. Are you right kidding me? There. Plus, they also delivered a nice uh, croissant. Like so, it was great. Would you pay sixteen dollars? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "F it!" Like I, I, I want to wake up. Oh, by the way, what I was going to say about Hayes is remember when? Remember when we were looking at him and his hair was very mussed up and he looked like? Oh yeah, it's better now. But he looked like he had been on a bit of like a cocaine bender for a while right. and he was like gaunt. Now he's just fat. He, <laughs> look at him. He's all. Pudgy here. I was going to try to be a little more diplomatic, but yeah, he's he's a big chonker here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's... What, he uh, eat himself? He has, like, two Lord Hayes's here. <laughs> Lord Alfred's Hayes. This is, like, King Hayes over here. Like, <laughs> People are skipping to the next video in droves right Why? now. This is great. <laughs> it's Lord Hayes. Who cares? His manager, uh, guiding his future. He also has a cohort, <laughs> Ken Patera. I think, we just, Tennessee, really? I think we just made Lord Hayes more entertaining. You're right. Plus, we talked about coffee. I mean, that's true. You can't beat that. Who doesn't like coffee talk? Oh, what's this? They're shaving some guy's head. Who's that? I don't know. They might have said and we missed it. Oh, are they saying they're barbers now because they shaved Andre's head? Yeah. Is this TNT? It's got to be, right? Yeah. 
God, TNT is so bad. This is yes. the kind of shit people had to deal with. Who's? It's just some oh, guy. Vin <laughs> Vince though is making the noise. Ah! <laughs> the razor's edge, yes. <laughs> That's what this it is. is. This is where they got it from. <laughs> this shitty segment from 19 early 1985. Why does he make this diarrhea face all the time? Because he's fat now. All that food's got to go somewhere, Joe. Yeah, I guess so. In his pants. <laughs> Who's in the ring? Who was that? This guy's like, oh, put him up, put him yeah, up. No more cowardly lion. Yeah. <laughs> is that Jakey, uh, Jakey the Snakey? Jakey the Snakey, Mario Mancini. We know him. Who's he fighting? Oh, God. Oh, come on. Ian Riccoboni's favorite. <laughs> Hi, Ian. Jakey the Snakey. Jakey the Snakey. It's Brutus Beefcake for yeah. those of you on the audio. Just don't, don't even worry about it. Johnny V's got a nice hat. Yeah. Henry Terranova doesn't look like he wants to be a part of this. Look you know at what him. Bruce Beefcake means? We could talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. He stinks in the ring. <laughs> he, is, he is something else, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he is. What's weird, too, is he's like 26 here. Yeah. Or 25 or it something. too, Brute. That's what, um, that's that's what, what Julius, Julius Caesar, Caesar said yeah. to Brutus Beefcake. Very, very historical. <laughs> is Bruce Beefcake that old? You, <laughs> judging, judging by his hair, maybe. Yeah. They cryogenically froze him. <laughs> I don't think they unfroze him all the way. Quite. Yeah. All right. We're doing the, they had to do it the old fashioned way back then. I know. They just put a bunch of ice cubes in water <laughs> and just put Brewer's beefcake in it until it froze. It makes a nice drink. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Johnny V is. Continues to be one of the most mystifying managers because <laughs> it's so weird. He doesn't put anything over, like least of all his own guys. He just rambles and he's entertaining at rambling, but he's no one takes him seriously. He exists. I don't got a bag, you know, I go to Jericho, buy yeah. and that's all he does. It's very fun. Yeah, beefcake with some great. Elbow. You know what this means, though. We don't have to hear from him this week, most likely. Usually, when they wrestle, we they they don't get an interview. Richard, <laughs> God, I hope not. You never know. Body slammed by the cake. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch Maple Leaf again after this. Don't we always have to watch Maple Leaf? But don't they have something else? But well, I'm just I mean, saying, I'm just American, looking for some variety here. Like Richie, there is that Superstars of Wrestling show, the other one, like oh, the, yeah. the Spotlight, the one that became Spotlight. But we're probably seeing all the important yeah, shit. Yeah, probably. So. Uh, I trust Richard. I mean, you know, our fans now. They used to egg Richard on once once he started doing almost horrible shit. Yeah, once Richard started doing our old review schedule back in the day. Remember for a few seasons, he would do the reviews. That he would got pick brutal them after a that while. That got really brutal. Uh, then, now, with this cannon and the more exciting fucking action at the end, people are just egging him on to put on the worst things. He's like the fucking mass superstar. Not him. I mean, the, mean the spoiler. The one spoiler. Of them, one of those. The executioner. Dorks, yeah. The demon. I know, I'm yeah. making up names now. Yeah. The Predator. We always got to go to Maple Leaf. I'm getting tired of Maple Leaf specifically. I, I wanted just any other show than that. Yeah, but the problem, Quinn, is that Maple Leaf is where they do All-Star Wrestling. right? Like, it's the same thing right now. Really? Yeah, All-Star Wrestling is, like, in Canada right now. Are they serious? Because <laughs> then they have to do Canadian content. They're, well, like, locked in. By default, but, you know, I don't know. Hip Toss by Beefcake. This is so, like, this is a bad squash. Mm-hmm. A good squash would be like a zucchini. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, there it is. The hiney. The hiney. It's over. It's weird that... You know what's funny about the hiney? What? I just love that they were able to adapt it for the booty man. I mean, like, you gotta give him credit that, there. That worked. <laughs> That's the best part of the booty man gimmick. Everything else sucks. It's all bad except for that. And he yeah. has Kimberly. That's good. 
the booty girl? Yeah, the booty babe. She wasn't even Kimberly yet. Booty babe. Or was she? I, I, think, forget, I forget. I think her name like became that around that time. It was Kimberly when DDP was first. It with was her. Kimberly when Mark Merrow freed yeah. her. That's what happened. Then he went to WWF and stunk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry. He's like, I am good now, and then he goes to WWF. They're like, we, you know, you're the wild. That it was Mark weird. Morrow. Like he was dope in WCW. He was like actually good. And then he was a dope as the wild yeah. man. And then he was great as Marvelous, though, wasn't he? That's true. He was Billy Crystal. <laughs> you fat tub of crap. Yeah. Billy Crystal named uh, that gimmick. Yeah, Marvelous. Thank you. Stop. <laughs> As to Brody, get out of here. A young Ian Riccoboni holds up this Brutus, sign. Next WF champ. No. That's not true. And yes, we know, Ian, that you weren't born yet. We know that you're younger than we are. Soon enough on this cannon. Soon enough. Yeah. I'm not even there born yet. There it is, yet. the high knee. Very good. Now, does Bruno like him? Yeah, we. Isn't... No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, he's just saying, oh, there's two other pops there flying in the air. Amazing. Like, that's all he's doing. He's got no attachment yet to this guy. There's a wrestler. What is this music? Oh, it's you too. Is it? Yeah. Look of a very determined young man. That's what that song sounds like to me. Like I can never understand. Like that's what it sounds like. Sorry, Andrew Rogers. Yeah. Here's Grandpa Freddy over here. God, he looks like Grandpa Munster. Holy moly. I, fa- I don't know why I went. You know, one time Grandpa Munster came to my school where like some guy dressed up like him. Like I'm not even On purpose? It was like during Halloween and he was like giving away candy or some shit. I would and th- I thought like he was like, yeah, I was really him or whatever. And I'm like, is that years real? Later, yeah. I well, wouldn't think guy, so. Wasn't that guy actually younger in the 60s than he portrayed? Probably. Like, wasn't he probably like 40? So... I don't know. Maybe he, he was in his wouldn't 70s. He, wouldn't he have actually been Grandpa Munster when I was a kid? Like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Do you like Freddie Miller? Not really. He's jovial. Yeah. The number one wrestling association in the world. Why is he holding the mic? Not an association, it's a federation. Yeah, you gotta get it right, Freddie. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Outstanding wrestling organization in the world today. Now, SD Special Delivery Jones. Really? We're, we're talking about how it's great and then we're going to bring him in? What does he have to do with this? Wrestling. I watched you in action. You always give it everything you got. They haven't seen him in months. Tell us where you Good. started out wrestling. Oh, really? I started in Philadelphia. That's why they say I'm from Philadelphia. Naturally, I was born in the Virgin Islands. I'm from down <gasps> It's changing? So there's a lot of people from the West Indies around who comes around and watch the matches. Wow. And so wait a sec. Wait, wait, wait. Pause that for a second. So basically he said, yeah, I started wrestling in Philly, so they just all think I live there, but actually I'm not from so there. So wait, isn't this coat era now? Coat yeah, wait, era. Is the coat coming in? It's going to be coat era, oh, yeah, Quinn. no coat here. Good. More of me pretty soon because I'm I'm getting myself together. I got a partner now. Oh, he's training. Things, and Who's I'm his partner? You want to tell us who the partner is? I think no, no, no. I'll keep it quiet. Oh, I, that's a big be secret, Chad. This tag division just yeah, more and more people. Like, no, just no keep adding them on. Like You're right. It's Bret Hart. The big John Studden can <laughs> no, it's tell, not. You know, it's not. Everybody knows Rowdy Rowdy Piper is the main thing around. Rowdy the Rowdy. Man. He doesn't like him either. I, you, I wasn't. You know, fuck that guy. The big man, Andre himself, and I got hurt 
they threw me out, they got rid of me. Now they're doing things, they cut his hair, I got oh. busted up trying to save his hair. But they the Andre hair. It's not done. Oh, he it's got going hurt. all over the place, and I'll be there. See, it's I'm all explained, Joe. Yeah. Big man is coming back. He looks good looking with the haircut, though, I must tell you that. <laughs> I'll say this, he can talk <laughs> for a jobber. <laughs> for, like, well, he wasn't a jobber before this in WWF. Like before. Yeah, that's true, he was something. People can tell us what he was. I know he wasn't always a jobber. Ooh. Use the hammer. Wait, is that Bret Hart and Ivan Putski? That sounds like a what? solid fucking Holy team. Holy shit. Wait, so, all right, in the ring is and Charlie fake Doink and, <laughs> and AJ Petruzzi, I think. Look at this team. That's a good team, Joe. Bret Hart and Ivan Putski? <laughs> Are they fighting little Lord Littlebrook? It's AJ Petruzzi, isn't it? Bret Hart. Wow. I haven't well, seen Brett's him in a bit. gonna win at least. Brett's gonna I mean, win. Ivan Putski don't fucking go down for anybody, man. <laughs> you know what's amazing? What? It's a very rare situation. Oh, it's Gino Garabello. When what? in your life did you think you'd watch something where Ivan Putski was the bigger star than Bret Hart? That's a good point. Yeah. And let alone team. Yeah. I love that Charlie Fulton's still here. He ain't going away. <laughs> He's so good. Um, He's what? gonna be one of those. He's gonna be longer than you think. Like, he'll be there somehow in 1987, like, briefly. No way. I don't think so. Jack Lott's our referee. You know, they had me team up with uh, Ivan Putski. <laughs> uh, what are you talking you about? Know, he, he took all the all the spotlight. Yeah, you know, I thought he was a nice guy. I thought he was a little short. Uh, you know, not that I'm the biggest guy back then. Uh, yeah. But when you talk about Putski... All right. Anyway. Hip tosses by Polish I'll say this, power. I absolutely... I still love Ivan Putski. I don't care what anyone says. Well, they, that, can, they can talk crap all they want. That was one of your big highlights on the uh, 82 cannon. At, and he might 80. be more greasy, but... But he's definitely still the old, like, like very like hyper. He's got the old spirit. Yeah, he's right? got the old spirit. Yeah, clear in the you Might ring. not like the hair, but I mean, no, I don't like the hair. I know you don't, but he's still he's still the old drunkard Good. at heart. That's <laughs> my favorite. Well, now he's with heart. Yeah, get it. Get some sausage and some beer. Kielbasa, perhaps. Yeah, kielbasa. You like kielbasa? I do like kielbasa. You know what? I was I picked up some lunch meats this week and oh, I, you went to the store. I did a little prosciutto and. Uh, oh, you were inspired by the In Your House Three review. Yeah, I think so. A little prosciutto and what uh, else? A little prosciutto and uh, salami <laughs> spelled with an e at the end. You oh, know, salame. Yeah. Salame. Um, and then there's this other meat in there that I don't. It just looks like a salami, but it's got the weird like circle-y thing in Soprasada. it. Soprasada. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's Italian. I don't know. It was an Italian three-pack at the uh, Trader Joe's I got. Hey, but it looked like salami? Yeah, so it, it like I said, it had the salami, it had the prosciutto, and yes. it had the, the, the whatever that other thing is. But it looked like salami? It looked like salami, kind of. So it wasn't Gabagool? I still don't know what the fuck Gabagool is. Like Capicola. Cap maybe it's Capicola then. But it could have been the Gabagool. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's nice. They're all pre-cut. You just put them on your sandwich there, and on your what? Your sandwich. Now, I I unfortunately realized that my Dijon mustard was stale, <laughs> so I had to settle for Frank's Red Hot on my sandwiches this week. But that'll do. That's that's a disappointment, though, huh? It does suck. You want mustard on that type of cured meat? And it stunk because I just got back from the Trader Joe's, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go walk there just for mustard. Like, that's kind of a weird thing to just walk in and just get walk there and walk back to get mustard. Well, I mean, you could have had an Uber Eats to you. Bret Hart with a backbreaker for two. <laughs> hey, can I get some mustard <laughs> delivered? Yeah. You probably can because they have that, like, go puff shit that's now. That's what I'm saying, man. Here comes uh, they send, Ivan. They'll send Coke to me, which is great. Yeah. But I just walk across the street for that, too. 
I figured it all out. I got a system where I don't, I like, I have all these stores next to me. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why, I, I'm going to drive across the street? Like, that's yeah, stupid. Yeah, that would be ludicrous. Yeah, that's insane. Mm -hmm. So, it's not even for mustard, though. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Uh, not go for mustard. All right, sorry. Oh, is Bret Hart going to get the pin here? Referee Jack Lowe, if I didn't say that already. Irish whip by the hit, nor the future man. He's, uh, he's the t -t -t man. Clothesline right sleeper. That is finisher. Oh, God. It might be because he's like new. <laughs> That's going to be it. Wow, he's getting the win over Ivan Puss. He's not doing the finish. I guess not, right? He didn't even get the Polish hammer. Oh, well. Arm drops once. Boy, Brett's really putting the crowd to sleep with this finisher. Stop it. Also, what the hell is, is, is Doink doing over there? He got something in his eye. Like, I can't make the save. My oh. eye Rhea has something in it. Rhea Perlman liked it. Anyway, <laughs> your winners, the Hitman and, well, sorry, Bret Hart and Polish how, Power. How young do you think Rhea Perlman was in 1985? Rhea Perlman always looked middle-aged to me, but I, I always got the impression that she wasn't. Okay, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. In 1985, if I had to take a wild stab, I would say that Rhea Perlman was 37. Well, she was born in 48, so what would it be? 37. Wow, you got it. Pretty good. It's weird, but that that's that classic, like, everyone in the 80s looks old to me. This is true, Quinn. Male and female, Male it don't fucking female. matter. Like, Gene looked old. Was he, like, 41? He's not even, yeah, it's not even that old. World Wrestling Federation, ladies and gentlemen. He's got yeah. a bow tie this week. He does. At the Boston Gardens. The Garden. Gardens. It's not called that. It's, they say it wrong. <laughs> Stop it. I've said Boston, this for years and you always doubt me. It's not Garden. Oh, Boston Gardens. It's not called that. Jim now, of course, a protege of the right. World Wrestling Federation. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. They had to build a solid story. He's like the Braun Strowman of WF right now. Yeah, that's what he is. <laughs> Very similar. Spot. Oh. To meet the magnificent one, Don Morocco. Wow, that sounds good. Bret Hart, Don Morocco? That sounds incredible. Expertise. He's operating under that of Mr. Fuji. And it is, I'm certainly going to have a very profound... I will show you how to be Bret Hart. ...profound effect on the career of Don Morocco in the World Wrestling Federation. Who are we talking to? Junkyard Dog, New Orleans, Louisiana. Tremendously popular in the World Wrestling Federation. He is. JYD meeting the likes of Cowboy Bob Orton. Orton from Kansas City, Missouri. Bob Orton. Well, I mean, he is ace. That sounds easy for JYD. True. World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champs. It happened. Not in Hartford, Connecticut. It happened. You didn't see it. You saw it on a shaky camera or whatever. Windham or Rotundo. Tactiles never change hands on anything important around here. It's been a while, though. I mean, that last one was Rocky Johnson, where it changed hands on something people saw. That was, well, no, and, and Adonis and um, Murdoch won him on championship also. No, remember, they were like, oh, we had to go to some no. other thing for that. Adonis and Murdoch won him on championship. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, they did. They did. I'm not making They showed us, but was it Yeah, it was on championship. No, no. I don't want to see Jesse Ventura. This looks like it was filmed a year ago. It's not. I don't want to see him, though. I don't. I don't can I just. Who's he fighting? I don't know. Who is that? In the ring at this time from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, yeah. 248 pounds. Steve. Nice members only coat this week. No, it's not. None of this is good. It's better than his flashy coat or whatever. No, it isn't. Look, he's getting scrappier, Joe. He's turning into the brawler. Crappier. Uh, oh, God. Here's, here's your favorite, Joe. Your favorite? What do you mean? I hate him. I know. Me too. 
As a wrestler. So I'm just, I don't understand why this is happening. He really is not okay. Well, let me just. I like feel bad now. Like it's not even a matter of like, I don't want to see him. It's like, I actually am like scared. He was probably trying it out, but let me just, um, let me just explain something, Quinn. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't remember his 85 matches, but. If we thought he didn't do anything in 84, there's no way he's doing anything He's got to be limited, right? Yeah. I mean, like, he can't take any chances, period. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Which is good, because he never did anything to begin with, so... Maybe... Oh. Oh. Whoa. Wow, he's picking a fight with uh, Bruno. Bruno. What's Bruno going to say? Clearly heard the uh, I don't wrestle no more. <laughs> yes, I, oh, I think he's good. It. He's very disappointed, I guess, that I'm not wrestling. He wanted to get me in the ring and teach me a lesson. Bruno would kick his ass in kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> and in real life. Yeah, and in real life. Even old man Bruno would yeah. kick his ass. Jesse's hair is worse than usual. Because he always wears that junk on his head. <laughs> yeah. Making him go bald faster. I know. Look at it. Well, this will be great. He even looks junkier. Like, he actually, like, like he probably just hasn't been working out. He hasn't been, yeah. I don't know why there, ha I don't know what it was. Meaning if he thought he could go, if he was trying it out, see how he felt. I don't know. This is that shit. That's like some old school mentality, right? It's like, well, I could die, but fuck it. I gotta, you know, do shit in the ring and see. I guess so. He looks older, though, already, doesn't he? Like, he looks like an announcer, Jesse. He looks Jesse. like he shouldn't be in there. Like, yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm saying that out of, like, sympathy. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not like I'm crapping. I'm like, no, no, I'm no. like, this is not okay. Like, right. and you're a good announcer. He's like, Great the worst announcer. part is we know he has a future. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. so we're like, oh, man, why is he doing this? Why is he even taking a chance? But like, to be right? fair, nothing has happened so far, and it's been, like, two minutes, so right. they're doing a good job with that. Side headlock by Jesse, Rakes, Lombardi. That's, like, not really, you know, he's not exerting anything by doing all this. I hope he doesn't. I, I'm not Nothing kidding. happens to him, as far as I know. Just be careful in there, Jess. <laughs> All right. Big punch by Jesse. It's Brooklyn Brawler. You never know. He might botch something. You don't... He just did this. Yeah. Just... No, Brawler is known for not botching things. That's why people liked him. But he's still young here. I, he is. I, you no. wouldn't be able to tell by looking at him. Yeah. Lombardi is, what, 24 or something? 23? I know. <laughs> like he's 34. He does. He, yeah. looks, he looks older. How did they pull that shit off in the 80s? Like, everyone looks 10 years older. Everyone. I don't know. Is it just Male, just, female, it don't matter. Like, it, it's... And it's not just, like, growing up, because, like, looking back, and we're... Yeah, we're, like, these people's ages, right. and we're like, how the fuck are they... Like, how? Yeah, you're right. Look, Jesse's doing nothing. He's fine. Is it, like, one of those, like, something's in the water kind of thing? Like, technology? I don't know. Technology the, like, is in the water? I mean, well, you know how, like... As time goes on, life expectancy goes up. Right. Quinn ponders that thought. We have the Jesse Ventura overhead backbreaker. Let's end it. Like, Quickly right. over. Um, but he did nothing. He did. Yeah. He's. Well, I don't blame him. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. But I was gonna say, is like, is that like a time goes on and people live longer as time goes? On, you know, because technology and blah blah blah. So it's like, you look. He's still calling up Bruno. Were they building initially maybe a Jesse Bruno Probably. feud, and that's why he's back in the ring just to to build I mean, that? You know what? If he wasn't healthy and Bruno's old, maybe they thought that might be a safe use of him. Right, because like, Bruno will take care of him. Yeah, I mean, he's only what a like fifty-year veteran of wrestling or yeah. whatever the fuck at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, not that long, but twenty-something. 
Did he wrestle in the teens? I don't know when Bruno wrestled. He's so old. Yeah, the teens, Quinn. With Ed I think Gotch he started. Ed, Ed Gotch. Yeah, Ed Gotch. That's not, his dad. not even Carl Gotch yeah, the, or any of them. Well, wow. Carl's dad. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. He wrestled with Ed Koch. Ed Gotch Koch. How am I doing? Yeah. You suck. Um, what were you saying about people get older and technology makes them look younger or something? I just mean to say it's like life expectancies go up over time. They always have, right? Yeah, I guess so. So I'm wondering if this is just a... That's what this is, right? Is that they look older when they're younger. It's pop... Oh, oh. okay. Let's let's focus on this. So A, we don't miss anything. And two, we don't get yelled at. Mm-hmm. We're looking right now, for those of you on the audio, the back of Mr. T's in a camo jacket on the director's yeah. chair. It says... I can see. I bet that Mr. guy... T. But that guy's 20. But he, look, he looks like he's 30. <laughs> looks like Kevin Bacon's yeah. dad. All right, let's see what we got going on. The A-Team, I suppose... One of the most successful shows ever, possibly in the history of shows, and of course I'm creeping up on the back of him at his Mr. Work? T. Wow. I can tell you that because it's got it written right here on the back of your chair, Mr. T. Hello, I know you can hear me, and I don't mean to bother you. My name's Hot Rod. Of course you know who I am, and I know who you are because your name's written on the back of the chair, and I'm assuming that that's there so you don't get lost. They told me to come down here T's and talk up. to you because what you got here is this great. This seems like a show. bad. Idea in you guys general. are uh-huh. portraying yeah. these bad guys, and they wanted to know since I am a bad guy, actual in real life, and I do beat people folks up for a living. But they wanted to know, they kind of wanted to know, how does it feel to be portraying That's someone like slaughter. myself? Well, you ain't nothing, man. Oh, oh, well, oh, why you ain't? Because oh, I don't have a chair with my name on it? Excuse me, I don't need one, because I can take any chair I want to take. I ain't nothing. What are you talking about? Hey, man, I've seen what you've been doing on TV, man. You've been fighting them little wimps. What I do is for real. Wimps, what? That's right, wimps. Oh, what are you talking about, wimps? I'll let this take a look at you. Wimps, let me see wimps. The only wimp I can think of is uh, uh, Cindy Lauper's manager, Dave Wolf. Well, uh, he's a wimp. That's yeah, true. speaking about Cindy Lauper. She oh. happened to be my friend. We go out together sometime with I like her singing. Oh, I heard about what you did to her in Madison Square Garden. Oh. I don't like that at all. Oh, you Uh-oh. don't like That's that? That's why you call yourself tough, because you can, you can punch on a lady? Wait, 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 wait. I am an equal opportunist. Let's put it this way. Let's take a look at you. Here you are. You shaved your head on both sides. She dyed her orange. Now, what you're doing is you're supporting all these wonderful children. Yes, now, how can they look up to you with you looking like that, her with long hair? The children of America today must be sick. To look at someone. Oh, he just, he just went, for the, went for the gut punch. Sergeant Slaughter breaking it. Stop it. Oh, that's not him. I, know. I just noticed. Whoa. Whoa. T being held back. It really looked like him with the mustache. I, like, I was like confused. Hey, the crane, man. Oh, the crane. He's back. Jeff Crane. Wait a minute. What is this? All right, so Crane is in the ring. Tito Santana is at the ring, but is that Hillbilly Jim with him? Yeah. <laughs> what is Tito doing? Why is Danny Davis in the way? What the Tito said, introduce the big man. Okay. By the way, Danny Davis is the referee. So wait, has Hulk just given up on training him and now Tito's got to take the response? I'm not even kidding. Is this, is this Hulk is like, okay, your two weeks are up. Like, it's like when Vince hosts the show for his yeah, first yeah. two weeks. Just passed him off to fucking Tito. Next available face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mid-card version. Yeah. 
Is he just out there to be like, ha, folks, yeah. and that's it? Well, loves him. He is very lovable. Yeah. Is Tito getting better, Quinn, in your opinion? A little bit. I think so. The Crane Man looking nice and pallid. We'll see, we'll see what he does against the Crane Man. I mean, he's a tough customer. Yeah. Veteran Jeff Crane. He's won. <laughs> he's won matches. Well, People fucking, you, you look at that guy, you're like, that guy never won. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We've seen it. He even turned heel once and shaved his head. He did. Like, the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. He never used to be a heel. Now he's definitely a heel all the time. It's weird this change of attitude on Jeff Craney. Because he was de he was usually a face jobber, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's true. Usually. Lock up here, collar and elbow. I wouldn't call him a jobber, Joe. You know, like he I did said, win. he's win. It's he's true. won before. Danny Davis smirking, talking. I love that whole era. Where like every four weeks at the end of a taping or whatever, there would be like jobber versus jobber match. The matches. jobber match, yeah. Bring it back. That it was shit good. was fucking awesome. It really was. Remember um, King Kong Bundy's brother? Yeah. What was his name? I don't remember his name anymore. Remember he his brother was the one that Jeff Craney beat. Duck Prince under Prince Kong Bundy. Prince. What? He's a king. Brother didn't get the kingship, so he's so, a prince. Is that, is that what happened? Yeah. Prince Kong. Duke Bundy. Yeah. Anyway, Craney bailing out. The veteran, Jeff Craney. Bailing. I mean, Tito, in his own right, a former WWF tag team champion. You know with whom, right? Uh, Tony Gurria. No, but that's a fair guess. You know who it was? Oh. Ivan Putsky. Oh, well, that's a good team. Tony Gurria was... Well, he's also a former Intercontinental champion at this point, too. Yes, very former. Greg Valentine currently holds that title. Yep. Well, it is Valentine's Day weekend. It is, Quinn. That's right. Uh, uh, in in Cannon Land over here. Leg trip there and Tito with a side hook, one of his specialties. You know what this means, though? The what? next match is Greg Valentine. Oh, because they're yeah, on they every card together always, now? Always. Yeah. <laughs> it's like guaranteed. They're two peas in a pod. They are, aren't they? Yes. Two peas in a Keurig pod. Yep. Pike's Piss. What's it called? Pike Place. Good. Is it? have to come over to my house sometime. I'll brew you a cup. You never offered me a coffee when I was at your house. I have offered coffee before. At my house? Yeah, I said coffee, uh, water, soda. Is that what you said? Iced tea. Yes. Is that what you said to Richard? Yes. When he was there? Richard didn't want any coffee. Richard probably never drank coffee in his life. Yeah. I'm Rem surprised. Remember he's like, I've never had pizza. We're like, what the fuck? That's true. Richard, we, we introduced had, him to a lot of foods. I've never had a red sauce, mate. I've yeah. never had... We had we got Richard to eat octopus. Yeah, he was very happy. He was about very happy. I love about octopus. It, it was so always very good. We had an excellent little yeah. octopus. Look at this, Jeff Craney. Oh, he went for the knee, but uh, Tito um, moved. A miss there. A miss for the crane man. Davis Smirkin. Left hands. <laughs> you can't punch a close fist. Danny Davis, hey, don't do that. You want to go? Out? You want to go to Sears after? You want to get a couple of paintings? Yeah. Body slam by uh, Tito. And he goes to the second rope. Oh, is he going to do go. a forearm from the top? Oh, it was more like El Paso del Muerte. He's going to do the, the figure four thingy. Figure four. He's been using that lately. He perfected that hold, Quinn, after Greg Valentine uh, first used it on him. Right. He has now perfected it. Perfecto. It is in Spanish, yes. It is. <laughs> You're correct. I mean, I know Tito Santana. Well, this is finito here. Uh, there you go. Tito gets the win. With a perfecto. 
Uh, figure cuatro. Cuatro. Yeah, yeah, figure. I was thinking of the word there. That's okay. What is figure in Spanish? I don't know. It's figure. Ask my son. He's yeah. bilingual. I'm not. He does. <laughs> he would know. He knows. Tell us what figure four is and just ask him. Why? We don't know. He'd just be like, why? Yeah. And then leave. Anyway, Tito gets the duke here. There's something where he can actually teach us something, you see? Sometimes I have to ask him. Yeah. Like, if he has something on in Spanish, I'm like, what do they say? You know? Does he tell you? Yeah. So he can, like, straight up translate? Yeah. Cool. Because when you learn from, like, a baby, yeah, you just... Easy. Yeah. Oh, look at this. So we got Sheik and Volkov and Blassie and a dazzling red Mumu. Yeah. Now, it's now we got Tony Garea's back. What is this? And, and Quick Draw? Quick Rick no, Draw? No, yeah. it's not Rick Draw. It's, uh... Oh, it's Aldo Marino. Yeah. We got a lot of short people here. Why is Tony Garea back? Oh, Vons, Gnarrosselgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlgnarlg
<laughs> there you have it. Red He's got a black cane, a red muumuu, and <laughs> white hair. There you go. There, he, there it He's is. He's got all of it. Nothing even happening, by the way, in mm -hmm. the ring, if you're on the audio. No one's doing Not anything Not one yet. thing has happened yet. Nothing. <laughs> it's just a lot, the, of, a lot of posturing. Yeah. <laughs> to start here. Just the talking portion of yeah. the match here, you know? <laughs> I I gotta say, the Sheik has, like, his character has actually changed. Well, he's more goofy and insane now, yeah, right? Yeah, like, it's actually, like, very appealing. Like, I like the there's Sheik. something very entertaining about him. I think that being with Volkov has been good for both of them. Well, let's the Sheik goof off more. It does. I mean, Nikolai Volkov isn't a serious character. No. Sunset Flip by Gurria, who's gotta just, gotta be good still. You ever notice in WF... What? Whereas in like every other thing, NWA, Crockett, wherever, Russians are like considered like serious, but in WF they're always goofballs. What is that about? They are. Uh, I don't know if that's something to do with the fact that they only have like Nikolai Volkov. I mean, they, well, they did have, have Boris Zukov. Just saying. Have you seen him? I know. Um, well, I mean, they had Ivan Koloff. He wasn't a goofball. Mm. This is a guy that beat Bruno. That's true. But I mean, even he was a little. Goof. Well, that like bizarro run that he had in '83. Honestly, the, that only, was time, nothing. the only time he was serious during that run was when he got mad at pa Patterson for some fucking was, reason. No, Patterson got mad at him because he was being a dick. <laughs> Patterson's was, like, "Fuck you!" That was incredible. Yeah, remember, remember that shit? That was yeah. like so phantom. It was like during like the Christmas season, yeah, so like nobody was paying attention yep, to yep. it. You know, it was weird. Aldo Marino went on the sheet. By the way, folks, back in the day, if you just started joining us, you know, in 84, 85, things used to never happen. Oh, yeah. Nothing would ever <laughs> fucking happen on <laughs> like, the show. Like, nothing would happen. That's why when something happened, we remember it. Like, Sheik getting in a fight with Pat Patterson for no fucking reason. Or, um, like, Snooka and Morocco was a huge deal because nothing yeah. ever happened before that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it was just Jesse the Body Special. And <laughs> oh, God. Fucking uh, nothing, really. Adrian Adonis, yeah. 82 style. No, not nothing good, yeah. Sometimes you wouldn't even be able to tell who the jobber was in some yeah, of those matches. Yeah, that happened matches. a lot. It happened a lot. Like, and we were watching, like, this was after we'd been watching for many months and years, right? It was like, we were still like, I don't even know yeah. who, who the jobber is in this. <laughs> like, it's real. Volkov going for a pile driver? All happy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> the yelling, did you hear that? Yeah. I think Mr. Fuji could have also managed this team. He would have been fine with them, ha. too, but ha. And Nikolai going for the big elevated press slam yeah, into... This is his big thing, right? Into a backbreaker? Yep. Yeah. That'll do it. One, two, three. Need I remind everyone that, uh, obviously, Gurria didn't take the pin. Well. Because, God forbid. <laughs> I, I just... It, it's always upsetting to me. He's so protected, isn't he? It's ridiculous. He really is. Remember? Like, what are they protecting him from? He's nothing now. Like, there's literally, like, so many more important people than him at I this know. point. And remember how, um, even, remember when he first started losing to, like, some of the new people, like Orndorff and that? Remember he wouldn't take the finisher? It was he, so annoying. He would always lose by, like, some bullshit. Like, just in case, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> Just in case they're really going to give Tony Gurria the world title or something. I want to know if anyone really was like a Tony Gurria fan. Like sure anyone there was. Watching, they pushed him long enough that I'm sure kids were convinced he was good. By 85, though? Yeah, Not because they do 85. that. Oh, the veteran. Like, that's how they fucking... That's how they would always mask that shit. I guess so. I don't know. 
Like the, the only one they didn't do that for was what? What was uh, Pete Sanchez? They never really acted like he was good. They didn't play upon his nearly twenty-year history in the World Wrestling. He's Federation. on like some of the first episodes of the entire show. He's on like the '66 shit uh, yeah, before it was even this. That's that nice sweater. Heavyweights. <laughs> it's all real. Oh, woman maker. What is this? All kinds of things, but Piper again? Yeah. To really come and say it to my two face. Piper things on this. <laughs> I sit here with my back to you because. I figured possibly somebody out there would at least like a chance. <laughs> Hulk Hogan said something about oh. it's the size of the fight in the dog. <laughs> I ain't never been to compare to no dog. <laughs> I don't come from no dog. <laughs> they said, you kick Cindy Lauper and <laughs> how could you kick a woman? I said, He's know, insane. I'm an equal yep. opportunist. I, you know, He's making this equal a, opportunist a excuse. It doesn't matter to He's me. A jerk. <laughs> it's just you took that, that poor old hat slob Lou Albano, the captain. <laughs> Remember the little tidy bull man? I got a job. I got a little ship for you, Captain. Remember in the bowl where the boat used to go around? I'm Did you just say bad shit? I, no, he's I, a I ship. I accidentally this woman that grabbed a hold of me and, and, and I go, I go and I, I nail this big fat slob who has been calling you all kinds of names for years and now because he does something good for muscular dystrophy. Everybody's behind me. And then, and then I look over, I look over and this skinny little geek, <laughs> this skinny little guy who's Wendy, Wendy or Cindy Lopper, whatever her name is. His her boyfriend, his, her, whatever she is. I took him and I power slammed him and here comes New York's finest in Madison There's Square There's no Garden. way he's not on something. <laughs> I'm sure that's a very <laughs> obvious statement, but... When I come to town. <laughs> not like he's on speed, not like steroids or anything yeah. like that. Just like cocaine or speed or some Ace. shit. Maybe. Ace is there. I love my bodyguard. <laughs> and Ace has got all kinds of weapons in his hand. He's got chairs. And he's watching my back. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I see Dick Clark. <laughs> and Dick Clark comes and takes... In the dick Clark involvement. Like he thought he was gonna do something to me. What if Dick Clark kicked him Piper's ass? It could happen. Products? Can you imagine him do something to Hot Rod himself, Roddy Piper? The only thing you'd be good for after that is is maybe playing the organ deep down in, the, in some opera house. You remember the Phantom of the Opera? The one with the face all twisted around. And they say, Roddy, how could you be so bad? And I say, you know, even at my worst, I'm best. And while my bodyguard is doing his job and he's keeping Jimmy Snooker, the superfly away and legend of wrestling, uh, in sneaks Hulk Hogan. Like he's going to do yeah. something to me, huh? Already, he's old. <laughs> a year ago. A year. In all his glory, but did you notice when he come in and he looked eye to eye? So him and Hogan. All of a sudden, he stopped just, just for a moment. Because he really wasn't sure whether he should come or not. Excellent. I don't blame you. I am the legend killer. If you're drowning in a river, I'm the kind of guy that'll throw you a rope. But I'll throw you both ends. So, I just wanted to say something. What? On our... Okay, we're wrapping up here. On our audio show today, if you didn't um, listen to that on the YouTube, just check it out. Any podcast app. We were actually talking about uh, the greatest uh, interview segments, mm-hmm. 
and we both agreed it was Piper's Pit. Yes. Obviously. But, uh, man, he is crucial right now Absolutely. to everything yeah. they're doing. He's the whole fucking show. He really is. He's the Hulk doesn't show up ever. Well, he doesn't need to. He's a yeah. champion, but he's the Don Morocco. He's the new Don Morocco. Because yeah. Morocco 83 was absolutely... Morocco's a little pissy about not being... About not being Don Morocco yeah, anymore. Right. Yeah. But he was critical to 83, right. right? Piper's been critical to both 84 and 85 so mm-hmm. far. Just yeah. great stuff. Let's see what we got in store for next week. Perhaps championship bound. The, uh, I would suspect we'll have their opportunity to face Wyndham and Rotundo if I know Freddie Blassie. If they ever got that opportunity, I'll tell you the truth. I wouldn't Talking want to that that come out on top on that one. And of course, being a also in contention for the wow. title. Maybe a little premature in predicting Ooh. that this one would be in contention, but from what we saw for the very first time this week, Jay keeping White. up, no. Tony Atlas and no. the Junkyard Dog really They're not a tag team. Stop fire. it. They really came together well. One million tag really teams. <laughs> this is really the new team. Hey. Oh, and SD Jonas is a secret partner. Yeah. Don't worry. And so many. Is back. <laughs> Jesse. No. Hogan okay. next week. Hogan's this week. All right. And Good. If you don't watch him wrestling, you can certainly watch him as a color commentator. Much better. Jack Reynolds. Well, if you don't want to watch this shitty wrestling, just <laughs> go watch him with Jack Reynolds. It's uh, it's tough, but I'd rather do that. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Hulk Hogan in a special oh. non-title match. Non-title challenge. The Johnny right Rods. No, we saw that already, right? Yeah, that happened. Wow, who's he fighting? Brooklyn Brawler. No. This is Vince McMahon, Maybe. Maybe. Needs a tune-up. Needs tuna. All right, what do we got, Richard? Oh, fucking action. We'll get you back up into the ring in just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. It's going to be Maple Leaf, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Blackjack. Sound is always horrible. Lewis is back on the show. I want to tell you something. Something has just happened in the world of wrestling. It's one of the most exciting things, personally, for me, that one has ever happened to me. Because there we go. How is Blackjack going to make this exciting? Mike Rotunda is there. He has a way. Yeah. Mike and Jerry Wyndham are the new world champions managed by Lou Alberto. He's got a new set. Yeah, remember he had it last week. Darker. Yeah. You know, uh, we told everybody we're going to train hard. I'm John Baystow. We're good. Hi. Radical, dude. Yeah. He looks like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. When they, like, unmorph or whatever. When they get, like, ungood. Yeah. Shut up, IRS. Look, he's boring then. So horrible. Can Lewis talk? Like, neither of these guys can talk. He will, but Face Lou is not as good. You and I both still be wacky. He's still good. Blackjack is hyping them better than they can. Big Jack is the 15 tag team champions, and as I've admired you so well, I want to say it's an honor. Well, he managed the Blackjacks, didn't he? Yeah. God bless you, Christ with it. Didn't he manage him when he was fighting Andre, too? No, um... I want to say Blassie or Wiz managed them then. U.S. Express. Oh, U.S. Express. No longer American Express. What brings you to the championship? It takes it all. You got to work hard. You got to shut up. IRS's inflection range is just a narrow band. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to yeah. train and stuff. He doesn't go up like this or. Yeah, way to take the ratings down having these two. On. <laughs> oh, Maple Leaf, Toronto, Look, Canada. He's more exciting. He's just Look back at the there. Hunks. Yes, yeah. Can anybody answer? 
Oh, oh, it's a champ. Oh, God, come on! Oh, come on. Okay, you got so carpet and fucking... Ed Carpet, as Ed, Quinn would Ed say. Ed Carpet and uh, Johnny V. What is... Cascasess. <laughs> what if he does it? Let's what find it, out. What if it happened earlier and we're not aware? Let's find out. Dancer. Yes, sir. I'm a very good dancer. Unless as Johnny gets out there after each and every wrestling match or <laughs> wherever I'm appearing, maybe around Montreal or Verdun or up around the Barbary guy. Coast there. Unless as Johnny Vine always gets out he there after each and every him. wrestling match and does the boogie woogie or does the holly gully or does the luscious Johnny Valiant uh, foxtrot. You know, whatever's right, luscious Johnny's going to take advantage Just of that situation. Just making shit up. Yeah, no, no, you have so many guys. Uh, I have to explain in French because you don't speak French. Exactly. And I'll give you a little bit Sometimes I just do a nice slow dance. Like He's a, saying the same know. thing he just said. You need some uh, French girls for that. I was going to say because I dance with you, Eddie, except that we have to, we'd be thrown off the air here. I don't want the people see me dance with Edouard Carpentier, you know. Call him Eddie. Sometime, Eddie <laughs> sometime after the matches, you know, you might want to come down there and watch my main man. Brutus Beefcake. No, you almost seen forgot who he was. So many yep. times, Edward, haven't you? What a physique he's got, this guy. What he's a got physique. a tremendous physique. And let me tell you something right now. Luscious Johnny Valiant taught the man everything he knows. Luscious well, Johnny that explains Valiant a lot, actually. To school. But there's only one little situation, Edward. Now our French-speaking fans out here in the Montreal area, up and around in Quebec. The man has yet to show anybody really what he can do because the man eventually is going to wrestle Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the man okay. eventually is going to wrestle either Rotunda well, or okay, another boy to have, Mr. Wyndham. And when he some, does, some he's going to defeat for them. Some French Quebecois, too. Don't well, forget, you have Maurice Vachon, one well, of the tough men on the business. He has let Maurice come Maurice. down sometime and wrestle. Let him test Brutus Beefcake. Do it, Mad Dog Vachon. He's challenging Mad Dog Vachon. Like Brutus Beefcake be him. Get the fuck out of here. He can't even be Butcher Vachon. No, he can't. Like, well, maybe. Don't doubt Butcher, Paul Butcher. Butcher. He's so nice, Paul. Really is the nicest. Oh, Edward. Oh, oh, oui, oui. oh. Alors ça, ça c'est intéressant, ça. Oui, oui. Oh, oh. Talking about like now. And let me tell you something, Edward. Don't be surprised if I don't issue a challenge for you to step into the ring with me. Okay, okay. no cell. <laughs> okay. It's not like he doesn't wrestle. He was in a shirt two, day, two weeks ago or whatever that was. Horrible. <laughs> Good Lord. Johnny V promos, man. Now where are we? This is... <laughs> I don't know. Why is it Jim Powers fighting another jobber? What is happening here? Is Jim Powers lose? This is the Spectrum, isn't it? Yeah, but he's fighting another jobber. Does he lose? Jim Thorpe. It's AJ Petruzzi, isn't it? Yeah. Petruzzi. It's not right. Why does he look like he's dressed like the Barbarian or something? <laughs> That's what, what I was is thinking. going on here? No, why are we... Richard? <laughs> Richard. Why does he have strips of carpet with Velcro around his arms? Let the boobs the, for Gilbert! Well, I mean... 
They aren't wrong. Oh. We have Gorilla, please. Please be Gorilla. Don't you just love it, folks? You know? I don't know about... I don't know about Gilberto Roman, Dick. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. You know, he screwed me in my last match. Yeah, I was fighting Kempatera. Looks like he got the shorter than the stick in that one. Hope he doesn't... Hope he doesn't have any problems where he's going. The light, like, high-pitched. Yeah. Very light. Oh, what? Fingers locked. Come on. I think he sort of got him in, right? He's got, I see two fingers locked, not all of them. True. They're going to both do play-by-play. Because well, Gorilla doesn't. When does, like, what's his head get downgraded to, and Gorilla gets elevated above him? Who? Dick Graham? Yeah. Dick Graham never leaves Philly. Does he ever get, like, not. No, like, he's always the main guy in Philly. <laughs> Prism employee or whatever he is. He's so, How the hell did they justify that, like, after a certain point? The problem is with him is that, like, he's only good when he's with Cal because he's not with a WWF guy that yeah. way. You know what I mean? The whole thing with him to me is that, like, my favorite part is that he doesn't follow shit. No, right? well, he so just, he, just, he just shows up here. He crams probably he's real got, quick. He's, he's got the program in front. I don't even think he crams. He just has the program, and he's like, and it says Hulk Hogan's going to be like the, that. The Hulker. Yeah, the Hulker. That's what he calls but him. But they're calling him all over Philly. All the over Philadelphia, the Hulker. The Hulker, you know him. And, I know uh, him, too. SD Jones will be that great. Big, big, great, big star here in Philly. He'll be taking on John Studd. It'll be a close match. You know, No, <laughs> no it won't. <laughs> wings it. But what are they talking about? Talking about traveling. Dick Graham doesn't travel. No. Big gorillas. I have uh, money interest in Puerto Rico. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Gorilla taking over. I wonder how much money Gorilla made off Puerto Rico. Probably a lot. Y you would think, right? I think he did very well in general. Me too. For himself Well, you know what wrestling. always makes me think that is he always seemed to have enough money to be gambling all the time. Yeah, and <laughs> he also sold his 1-6 share, don't forget. Yeah, he was probably sitting... Well, that was like his retirement fund. He probably hung on to that. Yeah. Look at that guy. is bored there right behind Gilberto. Mm -hmm. The guy from Oasis or whatever. I... I no yeah. over there. I gather Gorilla bought a mean credenza from that from that 1-6 money. That the family heirloom, you know, that shit. Uh, I believe so. I, I know that his home in uh, Willingboro, it was. New yeah. Jersey was head down by Petruzzi. Here comes Jimmy. Was... um. Japanese themed, from what I understand. Was it really? Yeah, because his wife decorated it that way. Was his wife Japanese? No. Oh, they just like <laughs> Japanese want, stuff. She just liked the style of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's nice. Bobby actually. Heenan said, yeah. Huh. What a guy he seems like, yeah. that gorilla. You know, like not a, not you know, a perfect man, but you know, a good man. Those Japanese heirlooms are very expensive. Very expensive, but, Douglas. Just saying, a lot of, lot of silver and gold and stuff. Yeah. So maybe some dragons. Why not? Right. Why not, Quinn? Yeah. Japanese so, themed. Why is this on here? Is what I want to. I don't know. Petruzzi with because Jim Powers is not going to win. That's why. Come on, Joe. Even I knew that. Even I knew that was what the joke was. The timing. No, I figured it was too, but the timing was yeah. impeccable. AJ Petruzzi got the win with well, the swing. Don't worry. One day breaker. Jim Powers will make it. That up and comer. Well, I already still wrestling. I still look for that win. 
He's like 65. He's young. A young 65. Spring chicken. <laughs> you know you're in sorry shape when AJ Petruzzi <laughs> is beating you. I'm sorry, but... It's embarrassing. More? Carl Fury's Wait, here. Is, more does, job, we got more jobber matches? Does he defeat Paul Roma? Is that who that was? No, that's Dave Barbie. What? Shut up! Wait, no. Dave Wait. Barbie the no, Barbarian? I said he should call him so something. So did I. I agreed with you. What? Who? Ray Alasecki. Okay. Who's Wait, gonna, well, now he's got a name, so he's got to win. The He actually called himself the Barbarian? We said that he should. Wait. Hang on. Listen to Gorilla and Dick. <laughs> Did he say the barbarian? Did he call? I don't remember. I didn't hear. See, I knew it. I knew it. He was paying attention. That's a new handle for Mr. Barbie. Well, Barbie came in with some uh, animal teeth around his neck. He didn't. <laughs> wow. Dick Graham making shit up. He had animal teeth around. When did that happen? Did I miss that? No. Well, maybe they didn't show it on the camera. Uh, Richard is really playing the long game because we said that, what, two months ago or something? Yeah, I definitely said, why is he not called the Barbarian? Yeah. He now, looks like one. So that means Barbie's winning, right? Man, Call Fury can't catch a break. Getting eh? boned here. He's well, it's because he's like the guy that's like they're they're very evenly sized, but like Carl Fury's a little smaller. Yeah, Dave Barbie's just you know. Because I mean, Carl Fury could also get get a win, and I wouldn't flinch. You know, he finally fights another jobber, but it's got to be Dave Barbie with a gimmick now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Barbie has a gimmick. I mean, we were calling for it like two months. We were like, why is this guy looks like a real wrestler? Why does he not have a gimmick? You're totally right. Like, and only in the Spectrum, which, by the way, I must note here, the Spectrum does not have, for those of you on the audio, its distinctive ring mat. Yeah, it doesn't have the logo in the it center. It doesn't have the Spectrum Maybe logo. WF's like, please don't do that. No, but they keep doing it again, don't they? Or is it over now? Maybe it's over now. Huh. Maybe this is the end of it. Someone can tell us that that wouldn't be a spoiler. We'd be okay with you, <laughs> with you explaining that down in the comments there or uh, at least on the group. So weird in this time. It's like very robust what they get. Like I'm always surprised. I love the Spectrum shows because they're so crummy, but they're also fun. They get a lot of people on these. They shows. get a lot of people. Uh, in the mid '80s, they were still good. By the late '80s, they're not. Then, you know what it must be is like the gates must be really good. It's a nice gate. But uh, but, see, but in all seriousness, they have to be. To support these cards with like a zillion people on them. So wait a second, wait a second. So all the fights, mm -hmm. they're all everyone gets a piece of the gate, right? Okay. Yeah. Now who's the big guy in 1985? No, Hulk Hogan. Is he the guy? Okay. Is he the guy from uh, Rocky? Yeah, he was in it. He beat Rocky, right? In the fight? No, he didn't. Yeah, at the like end of the fight, dog. Whatever. No, dog. At the end of the fight, he beat him in the Hulk Hogan. No, he beat him in the fight. Clubber Lang beat him in the oh, Wait three. a second, who's Clubber Lang? That's Mr. T. From the A-Team? Yeah. Is he in uh, in the fights? Uh, yeah, now he is. Now who, fights. Who's the singer? Madonna in the... Th uh, uh, Cindy Lauper. Which one is she? Uh, girls just want to have fun. Is that true? <laughs> true story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Barbie banging up. Oh, look at that. Carl Fury is... Oh... Uh -uh. Well, he, now that he's a barbarian, you gotta watch out. Yikes. What was that? This guy's just like, I'm in the camera now! 
George Costanza or something? <laughs> a very George Costanza thing to do. <laughs> George Costanza? Mm -hmm. Where did he get that from? When he was eating the ice cream at the U.S. Open? Or the time he decided to be the naked guy at, at Yankee Stadium. To get so he could that get fired. That was to get fired, though, yeah. Wore Babe Ruth's uniform and all that. Or that he took the World Series trophy and dragged <laughs> in the parking yeah. lot. But remember, they just wouldn't fire. Like, did he even get fired at the end, or was it like something dumb ended up getting him fired? Not what, like, not all these like dumb. Uh, the it was other something more dumb. Extreme things. It was something dumb, and then it was Summer of George. Yeah, if you recall. But that's because he had the offer from Play Now or something, right? Oh, Barbie got the win. What he, was it? Why did he want to get out of the contract? I, I, there was some reason. Oh, he could be like the general manager of some other team. Was it because um, nah. Was it because oh. Well, that's two different episodes. The one where he was trying to get fired and the one where he did is not the same episode. Okay. The one where he was trying to get fired is so he could go work for the Mets. That's it. Where he kept calling everyone a bastard or whatever, right? Is right. That, is but that then the there's one? the other one where he tried to get fired. No, right? he did get fired. That's the Summer of George one, and they gave him three months severance, and it was the Summer of George, and then he... Is that because he found out about the severance, and he was like, this is brilliant, I can have three no, months off? They they just fired him. I forget why. I just don't remember why. Feel free to tell us. I don't recall what his reasoning because there was he was intentionally trying to get fired. I just don't remember no, no, no. what the fuck he was doing. The intentional was so he could work for the Mets, as far as I remember. The I thing could with be the wrong. World Series trophy and the stripping and everything. I think so, and but he because he wasn't allowed to be talking to them or something, you know. So he needed yeah. to get fired. So he, I think, right. I think, but the um the actually getting fired it wasn't because of him, but he was fine with it. Because it was three months severance. Because George, anything to not right. have to work. Right? So it was summer of George, and then not he, thinking ahead of about the three months. Right the, the afterwards. After, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Nick Barbie gets the win. Looking for guys like so fucking George Costanza to like get like literally do, get fired just for so he could get three months off. There's people. <laughs> Who is this old man? Well, the Philly. He was definitely born in like 1903. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Phil, that's he was it? in Meet Me in St. Louis, like <laughs> like not not the movie, but like actually in like the, those times. He built the arch. Yeah. Um, well, that was a, a fine episode, right? Yeah. Now good. I'm surprised here that there was no promo for the big upcoming MTV special. Which is only two days after well, this, February eighteenth. Isn't, isn't Mr. T thing like an indirect promo? It's indirect, but they did not say, you know, make sure you watch MTV. Well, stuff. usually, okay. To be fair though, Joe, on this show, I've noticed a pattern yeah. where they usually like it's only like the week of. They're like, make sure you get the tickets or whatever. Like, are they just treating that like a fucking house show, basically? Well, the thing, well, you know what? Maybe because I don't know when it aired. To be fair, right. maybe it didn't. No, I thought it aired live. Maybe. Only part of it did, didn't it? Like, well, yeah, no, the whole MSG show didn't. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys in a second here. I just want to see if I can find out if it aired live or not. So please bear with me. This is, of course, the war to settle the score that we're talking not about. We saw the brawl. You saw all. that. Now, I want to let ev everyone in on a very special canon surprise. What? Next week. Next week here on the canon. Next week. Not a special. Not to the side. Next week, Quinn and I will be watching the MTV oh. special, The War to Settle the, the Score. The one-hour one. The one, yes, Quinn. Yeah. The one-hour special. Now, I would be very surprised if this makes it to YouTube, okay? I would, too. So, if you're a YouTube viewer right now, a YouTuber, as we call mm -hmm. you, subscribe to our Vimeo channel that we never promote yeah. on purpose, okay? 
we have it's a very very hush hush. It's hush hush. Go follow it. This will be out in the normal canon time slot. Mm-hmm. One week from now, the MTV special, February 18th, 85. Quinn and I will become, maybe we'll see your cousin. We'll be, oh, yeah. Martha. But she might be there. She might be there. We will be covering it. We'll try on YouTube. I doubt it'll make it, though. Oh, that's getting blocked right yeah, away. I'll say it right now. Dick Clark, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we'll try those of you on the audio. You can just enjoy it as normal, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it is really happening. The MTV special, that is. Yeah, MTV. Not the entire MSG card. We, yeah. That's long. All it's right, the folks. one with Dave Coulier or whoever that guy is. It's, and I like wrestling now or whatever. Who is that guy? He's got a mullet. He's blonde. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Andy Berman. I don't know. Yeah. I forget his name, but I know what you mean. Anyway, guys, I like wrestling now. Thank you so much it's for real. being with us. Yes, it is. Thank you for being with us here on the 1985 Canon and on episode 287. If you're on the audio, we will be back next week for episode 288 and the war to settle the score. That is right. Let's see what that's all about on the MTV canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, until that time, thank you for being with us. I am Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn, and we are out of here. See ya. Brace yourself. A whole week of guest DJs. Monday, Eddie Murphy. Tuesday, Hulk Hogan with special guest Cindy Lauper. Wednesday, Duran Duran. Thursday, Dan Aykroyd. Friday, Huey Lewis. They're coming from the world of comedy, the world of wrestling, the world of music. And they'll be here every day at noon, 6 and 10 p.m. Eastern, 9, 3 and 7 Pacific. Murphy, Hogan, Aykroyd, Lewis, Duran Duran. They're looking for you. The return of the guest DJs starting Monday. Right here on MTV.